Hello and welcome back to the podcast. We are on episode 26 this week and we're going to kind of do things a little bit differently. We just wrote down, I want to say random topics, but they all happened in the last week and everybody's been talking about them. So we're going to give our two cents on some of the things that just went down. So one of the major things that happened this past week was the influencer trip and honestly just a bunch of celebrities all went to Dubai at the same time. Yeah, Dubai's really having its moment right now. I've never heard more people talk about Dubai than they have in this last week. Starting off with Tart, tripping with Tart. So I was kind of shocked that everybody was so shocked about this because it's been happening for years. Tarte especially. I feel like they are one of the first brands that have kind of, kind of were doing the influencer trip. I agree. I feel like they've been the main culprit of these excessive influencer trips. Like they, a lot of brands do influencer trips, but I feel like Tarte's always been known to go over the top with their trips. Yeah. And especially this one. So everybody was freaking out about it, like trying to calculate how much they spent, how much they didn't spend because there was also speculation that, so Dubai, like we kind of were just saying, but they had a bunch of events going on at the same time. And it's been said that they're trying to get the Western world to kind of accept them because they have um, some like questionable oppression stuff going on so they're trying to open up their traveling to the western world and get more people to come there so there was speculation that maybe they paid and funded some of this influencer trip um because like i think there was 30 something girls and they all flew either business class or first class which is expensive itself they all stayed at the ritz carlton and but apparently this is really does not matter because it's still an expensive trip but it they didn't actually stay in the city of Dubai they stayed like an hour outside of the city either way though that's where they flew into I and, had no idea about that until you told me that yeah I just saw that so somebody was like not that it matters yeah. like it was still <laughs> super expensive and obviously a huge trip but right. they weren't right in the city so Everybody was like, oh, were, were these influencers in the same place as Beyonce at the same time? Like, because they everyone was in Dubai, but it was like, no, they were like an hour away. But she got paid like $24 million for an hour-long performance. And That's she, insane. So supposedly it was supposed to be kept very secret, like VIP only, no phones, And that kind of just tells me that she knew she was going to get backlash for the situation. But obviously that didn't happen and people leaked the footage of it. Was cute that she brought out Blue Ivy to sing with her. Which I actually, that reminded me, didn't J-Lo bring out her daughter? I think so. At the Super Bowl, like a couple years back. What was that, 2020? I think so. Yeah, right before. So two pretty big events, bringing out their kids there. Um, and the, she was like singing too. So that's impressive. Because how old is she? She's young. I want to say she's like 11 or something. And there was probably a lot of people there. Yeah. And so the reason that she was performing at 
the Atlantis, the Royal Resort opening, which I didn't know what that was. Apparently, it's an event that they're celebrating opening a new hotel mm-hmm. that's going to have the world's largest water park. Very excited about that. Haley <laughs> said we're not going, but <laughs> I, I a girl said can dream. I said I'd be fine with the Great Wolf Lodge, the Kalahari. I've been pushing you know, <laughs> for that. <laughs> Just a little hour drive, hour and a half drive, and. Uh, Actually, I don't even know how far it is anymore. It's been so long since we went. But that was when I was talking about on the podcast before how when we went to Ohio, they had the drive through safari. Or did, yeah. I don't know if I actually did talk about it. No. Oh, wait. Did you not talk about I it? I don't think we talked about it I don't think anyone here. actually ever heard about this. I think we talked about talking about it. I think we talked about talking about it. But so when we went before, you weren't with us, but we mm-hmm. went to Kalahari and- Right in that area, in that city in Ohio, is like a drive-through safari with like all these exotic animals. And so we're in the car going through, and you like crack your window and feed the animals outside of it. And while we were doing that, a bee flew in the car. And if anyone knows anything about me, terrified of bees. I, not thinking, jump out of the car in the middle of the safari with all the wild, exotic, huge animals to get away from a bee. And I wasn't even thinking. It was just a natural flight or fight reaction. (laughs) So I jump out of the car. And then everybody in the car with me is like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Get in the car. And so I'm just standing out there. And I like it hits me that, oh, my God, all the animals are just looking at me. They like, were probably so confused because they've never seen something like that before. And so I'm like, oh my God. So I <laughs> run back in the car. Obviously the bee at that point got out of the car, but yeah, risked my life for that. But still would go back to the water parks. I don't know about the safari. <laughs> That's really not my cup of tea. Um, And so, yeah, so all these people went and... I don't know. That that was pretty much it. People were speculating if the UAE, like, paid the travel board paid for them to go. I know they've been doing a lot lately, too, because this was, like, huge and everybody's been talking about it. Um, But I'm pretty sure they just took over the golf thing and created that Live Golf. Really? So they started, like, a golf league, and it's caused all this controversy because there was really only the one major league golf thing. And so, like... I do know a little bit about they're this. They're paying out huge prizes to people who win, so it's, like, such an incentive to leave. And I guess there was a controversy, too, that, like, if you played in this tournament, it's, like, the Live Golf Tournament. And so all these pro golfers were having this crisis of, like, well, if we go to this tournament, we can make so much more money than if we play in the regular tournament because right. it they were just offering these huge money prizes and that's so, coming up so the they, dubai De, the dubai desert classic it's january 25th through the 29th it literally starts as we're filming this tomorrow oh really See, Dude, they had to have had all of this planned because to come there's out no once. way beyonce being there tripping with tart this golf tournament all in the span of what three weeks? They're really trying to get some exposure here. I guess they I really want to have their moment. So yeah, because I I remember that being talked about because huge pro golfers were not sure what to do. They're like, this is all this money, and so clearly Dubai and this country has a lot of money to spend here. Yeah, because uh, the marketing budgets on those are huge, and then 
Actually, though, speaking of, which we almost forgot to bring this up, the tart thing specifically. So everybody was giving them crap, you know, because they're like, who actually went and bought products from Tarte after this? Or was or was the buzz just all about like where they went and how much money it, they spent? I think it's going to bring Dubai more money than it is Tarte. And so that's what people are saying. Like, nobody probably bought any products from this. And then all this stuff came out, which... I read some comments and they said that these job openings have been up on and off for the past year. So it's mm-hmm. not new, but people saw all these job openings There's for a Tarte. a lot of job openings. And, and I looked because at first I thought maybe somebody just edited this to like made a fake account. This is Tarte's real LinkedIn that has these job applications posted. So they're posting a job opening for a marketing senior coordinator, a senior social media media and community manager, PR and events coordinator. So basically everybody that would have just been involved in this tart planning trip to Dubai, all exactly. those jobs are like open now, which who's to say if it was them actually getting fired or they're just opening it up to hiring more people for those positions. Right. But still the timing of it just didn't look bad. So everybody's like, Doesn't oh, they right. really didn't sell these products and it didn't work out for them. So now they're Whole opening all these jobs up. Yeah, so that was all that about Dubai. Um, and then this was kind of random, but I guess we're, we talked about singing a little bit. New AI software came out where you can make songs sound like they're your favorite artist. So they did it with like Ariana Grande. They made it sound like she was singing Kill Bill. They made it sound like she was singing happier than ever. And I listened to some of these and it sounded pretty legit. That's alarming. And I'm just like, so now robots are taking over the entertainment industry as well. Like at what point has it gone too far? Have we learned nothing from the movies? No. No. We talk about this time and time again and I'm getting more and more alarmed. But I was thinking, so, you know, people are saying, Everyone's going to love this because Ariana Grande hasn't put out music in a while. So her fans are making it sound like she's putting out music. So what if you wrote a song, a demo of a song, and took somebody's voice and had it sound like they were singing it and released it? Kind of Rihanna would never have to put out a new song again, for real, because you could just have it, her sing whatever song you make up, right? Yeah, that could be a pretty genius idea. It could get to that point. Like, especially songwriters that want to make a big break, do write their song, put it to AI of whatever celebrity they think that should be singing that song, make it go viral on TikTok, and then it gets in front of that celebrity. They actually pick up the song. I feel like that's a realistic thing that that's could happen. a much nicer way of doing it than I was thinking. Oh, but you're I thinking was thinking of like, like just stealing steal it. it. Like, oh, I, get, I, I mean, I don't know how. I don't know what the rights to that would be. Mm. I don't know how they got rights to do this at all, but you could literally just never need them to sing. Anybody who's ever sang publicly could just take their voice and put it on one of these. Dang. Kind of wild. That is. But of course, it's just everything with AI keeps coming up. And we didn't talk about this last week, but this happened last week that I told you the Google person i can't remember what his job title was he got fired after he 
came out saying that they have AI at Google that is considered a sentient, which is basically just like self-aware robot. And he came out to like publication saying, hey, this already exists and like Google really has it. And next thing you know, he got fired. That so surprise me. we may be further along with the AI than we think. And it's just starting to get to the public now this year oh, for whatever for sure. reason. With I feel this, like it's with all that covered up, it's all under wraps. Well, with the chat GBT or GPT two that we talked about a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. this is just another one of those scenarios. Wild, wild. And I'm just going through our list of things that we, random facts that happened this past week. Um, it's been a busy week. Britney Spears changed her Instagram name to River Red. I did not understand the why behind this, but apparently it has some meaning to it. This is what people think it is because... Of course, there's theories. Apparently, there's a movie about a guy who kills his alcoholic father, and it's called River Red. And as we know, Mm -hmm. Jamie Spears, Britney's dad, struggled with alcoholism, and he actually went to rehab in 2004 which was only four years before he took over the conservatorship for her. So how does that add up? I don't know. I who, think, who allowed that one to happen? Not really sure. But so despite his own issues, he felt he was better suited to be in control of her life. And I don't know if we ever really fully talked about the conservatorship on the podcast, but mm-hmm. he was a conservator for her for 13 years, despite the has having his own issues and this I thought was wild which came up recently and it kind of just slipped my mind until I was going back over Mm -hmm. this like she obviously really has some animosity toward her dad if that is the reason she Mm -hmm. changed her name to River Red but there was a time do you remember this in the news where it was like her dad had an altercation with one of her sons And then they got a restraining order against him. No. So, yeah, they got a restraining order against one of her sons. And after that, so Kevin Federline was the one who got it. Because that's who the kids are, the dad. After that, just recently it came out that Kevin Federline and Britney Spears' dad are writing a book together. What? About fatherhood. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Not yeah. what with what qualifications? Well, to be fair, I guess Kevin Federline has like eight kids. So some like I mean, just because you have just because you have a lot of kids and does so, not make you qualified to speak on the topic of fatherhood. Well, people are like, is he just writing about physically like fathering Maybe. eight children because what else could he like say and so yeah I Britney thought was, Spears's dad is writing a book on fatherhood with her ex-husband who got the restraining order against him for his own kid I know I'm flabbergasted like I just the thing is like this isn't new news but it it's kind of is yeah 
I feel like it just went under wraps for some reason. And everything with her lately actually has been going, I feel like, under the radar because everybody did that huge free Britney movement. Yeah, and then it kind of, I feel like it kind of simmered down. Yeah, because she got out of the conservatorship. But I have seen so many theories on TikTok about how she's really not out of it and like some weird stuff's going on with her. And. That there's still, like, court filings happening that, like, we just don't know about because it's happening in weird places. And she's been out of the, I don't want to say, not the country, but something about something weird going on in Hawaii with court with her. And that they're trying to just move the location so people don't know about the filings. I've seen a lot. Not on that, but specifically about her wedding and how quickly that happened and everything just seeming a little off, a little like we should be raising our eyebrows at it. The counter I seen to that is she, she was in a conservator. How do you say it? conservatorship? Yes. For a long period of time. And if you just come out of that, are things going to go completely normal after that? No, there's probably going to be like some time where we're working through some things. But back to the wedding and the AI thing, I have seen so many people accusing them of not actually having her at the wedding on the day that everybody was Just there. editing her in. But editing her in and using AI to edit her in. See, I would, I would be, be inclined to believe that if Selena Gomez was there. I just feel as if Selena Gomez is a reliable person who would not be part of such. You have really shown your love for her in this past two episodes. Um, I don't know. I saw all these interviews kind of go around that people felt it was very PR calculated what they were allowed to say about the event afterwards. They were all using the same descriptive words to describe. To describe, obviously, mm-hmm. <laughs> what <laughs> descriptive words um, to describe the event. And they were all saying like the very same things and only pointing out the same details. So people just thought that maybe she wasn't even really there with everybody. And it was AI to like look like she was there with everyone or they celebrated it separately with just her and whoever mm-hmm. was allowed to be around her. And then clipped it all together to make it look like she was with everybody. So I'm not sure. But one day we will know the truth. One day I feel like there's going to be a massive documentary on all of this from start to finish. And maybe then we'll have some answers. Well, there was that documentary that came out before she was out of the conservatorship. Mm -hmm. That just explained that whole thing and the whole timeline of it. So if you haven't seen that and you want to know more details, because we're obviously not giving all the information. We're not totally knowledgeable on it. But I did watch the documentary and it was so sad and made me so frustrated for her. Really? Is it? What's it on? What's on? I watched it. I want to say on Netflix. Okay. But maybe I'm not right about that because it was a while ago. It was it was. At least in 2021, because that was when her conservatorship ended. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't totally remember, but I definitely would recommend watching it if you're interested in that. And maybe some one of our listeners can crack the code on what's really going on with her right now. It's, it's something. 
And, a lot of um, somethings. Yeah. Also, can't believe this was almost a year ago now, but the Oscars are coming back around. I know. Doesn't that feel like it was just like a couple months ago? Yeah. I feel like it was in December. Yeah. I don't know why, but that was almost a year ago now. And There's no way. I I don't believe it. I know. It's just so with that being said though, the slap heard around the world happened. And speaking of that, I just saw something today saying that Will Smith is rumored to be starring in the second Aladdin. So, you know, he kind of took a break for a while, Mm -hmm. but apparently that was pretty big news that just came out like today. That he's going to be in Aladdin 2? 2, yeah. Interesting. So, year later... He's doing all right. Yeah. Didn't, didn't. I guess. Um, but the host this year actually is Jimmy Kimmel. I saw that. Should be funny. Yeah. Should be good. Hopefully no it's, one gets slapped, but I'm sure I they're, they're going to reference it. They have to, I think, do something because honestly, before this slap, I never watched the Oscars. I didn't. Because you know what's so funny about the Oscars? It's supposedly about everything that everyone's watched but every time I never know any of the stuff that they're talking about like any it's always like the same five movies and I'm like I don't know four out of five of these yes I feel like every time the Oscars comes around I can't get into it because I'm like I haven't seen any of these movies and I feel like it's not fun to watch it when you're like who who am I gonna root for I don't And it's not that I'm a movie snob per se. Like I would watch it. I'm open to watching stuff. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I'm like, where did people access these movies? Yeah. Like when when Centipede or what was it called? (laughs) What was it called? Um, Not Centipede. No, no, no. It's uh, Pesticide. (laughs) Parasite. (laughs) Pesticide Centipede. No. Whatever. Parasite. When when Parasite got all those awards, I was like, wow, I would be open to watching that. But then I'm like, where did people find this movie before this happened? Like, Mm -hmm. when did it come out? Where did it come out? I'm going to guess that the Oscars are global movies. So I think I think they have categories for international films, but I think a lot of it is. Because, like, I remember that one won everything, and I was like, who saw this? Like, I didn't hear anything about it before the Oscars. I feel like that's a very common take on the Oscars, too, is everyone's like, who saw this? What? Yeah. What? what? And, like, some of them, some movies that are nominated this year, I've definitely heard about, you've heard about, Top Gun is nominated for a ton of things. Elvis is nominated. they did not nominate Tom Cruise himself for the best actor award so people feel like he got snubbed oh poor poor tom (laughs) i'm sure he's won something (laughs) i'm sure he's won something before um and then they were also saying people love hearing like who got snubbed um yeah i feel like that's like yeah more so what you hear about than like even who who actually (laughs) wins yeah um so he did not get nominated and then i guess people were not happy because no women directors were nominated for best director and i feel like that happens year after year with the oscars yeah but again i i mean some of these i don't really know i i did see glass onion was nominated for something and i did watch that because that was on netflix i'm rooting for glass onion that is the 
It's like the only only thing movie I've seen that's yeah. nominated for anything and well deserved. I hope they win. And that was pretty much it with the Oscars. I mean, unless you want to know more people who were snobbed or, uh, but again, we, we don't really know a lot of these movies. So if you're into that sort of thing, I suggest watching it and then maybe, maybe we'll tune in if there's another slap or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, And then also getting snubbed, I guess uh, Flo Rida kind of got snubbed by Celsius. Yeah. So... It was so funny, though. So I watched this video, and if you don't know, Flo Rida won an $82.6 million lawsuit with Celsius, the energy drink. And I watched this interview of him. Have you seen Jason Derulo on TikTok talking about how he made TikTok what it is today? <laughs> I have seen this. Um, I don't fully understand that was the vibes <laughs> I was getting from like Flo Rida's interview about Celsius he's like I birthed Celsius like it wouldn't be what it is without me but the funny thing is is like I didn't even know he was involved with it at all until this lawsuit happened yeah what what does he have so to apparently do in the beginning um like in 2014 when Celsius started mm-hmm. he did an endorsement deal with them okay and so he's saying that that is the reason why Celsius blew up the way that it did. Sure, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think that's the reason. I um, love Celsius and have avidly bought it for quite some time and would never say Flowrider is, you know, attributes to, to those purchases. But Flow what? Flowrider. <laughs> <laughs> you said rider. Flow. Um, <laughs> no. Rider. Um. Yeah, so that was just now he got the $82.6 million. And I w- the only thing I could think about was like him being like, I birthed it. Like it wouldn't be where it is without me. And I was like, okay, Jason Derulo with TikTok. Because um, <laughs> that was just funny too. But apparently right now, Celsius is also in another lawsuit where yeah. if you bought it from 2019 to 2022... 2021, I think. 2021. Maybe 2022. Look it up because you could potentially get money <laughs> you are from this. You are entitled to financial compensation. If you have proof of purchase. I do. Well, you should get it because apparently they put that there's no preservatives on the label and there is, in fact, citric acid in it, which is a preservative. Not the citric acid. So false advertising, get your money from Celsius. Um, also this week, Paris Fashion Week. You know, the Fashion Weeks confuse me because there's always a Fashion Week. Like, It's never not Fashion Week. Yeah, like what's going on? So anyways, there's Paris Fashion Week. And I saw today, which was a little alarming, Doja Cat was painted in all red. With 30,000 red Swarovski crystals all over her. It took supposedly five hours to do this to her. Why? Why would you do that to yourself? I mean, it does look cool, but I would be so claustrophobic. Can you imagine how icky that feels on your face? Um, But so I'm a little confused with her right now because... Mm -hmm. I am a huge fan 
Same. But I, I was I've seen a lot of alarming things going around because so apparently the the inspiration for this outfit was like the nine circles of hell Perfect. or something. <laughs> and then I was like, is she really playing into this? Because right before that, um, for her birthday last year, she did a eyes wide shut celebration and like had all this stuff about being in the Illuminati all over. And so, like, she started all these rumors. Obviously, you know, people love to talk about the Illuminati and conspiracy theory. And so, like, I was like, is she just really playing into it? I mean, maybe. I saw a movie recently. um, What was it? House Party. Oh, yeah. You told me about that. Big Illuminati film. that I've never seen a film that was more all about the Illuminati. There's a whole section on it. She wasn't there at the party. There was a lot of celebrities, a lot of cameos. At this Illuminati party within the movie house party, she wasn't there. Yeah, I I mean, it's all fun and games, but like, is she just playing into it? I don't know. The uh, movie seemed like, you know, they were kind of making jokes about it. Seems like she's not really making jokes. Yeah, I don't know. And then um, also at Paris Fashion Week, Kylie wore the huge fake lion head. Mm-hmm. Um, that seemed very uncomfortable to be in. It just, I don't think it's necessary to have a fake severed lion head on your person. It just, for, for what reason? Like, how is that comfortable? I just don't think it's necessary. So, the, they were saying that the point was, potentially the point was, Mm. that it looked so real it did which like it was creepy you asked me i don't like it but it looked so real so the point was that you can make a real looking fake lion head and you don't need to big game hunt i believe it is called Mm -hmm. i just feel like trophy hunt there's a better way to or maybe just leave them you know like i don't why do you need a lion head ever? I don't necessarily know if that was intention, real. the intention. I don't think it was. I think that that's just like convenient. Convenient. That looked very no, inconvenient. No, 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 no. It was very <laughs> inconvenient. Like a convenient thing to say like, oh, you know, we are advertising fake, not real. Like, no, it was just kind of weird and I could not, you could not pay me to walk around with a lion head on me. I'd scare the shit out of myself. <laughs> you forget it's there. Ah! Could you imagine the people talking to her? Like, if she came up to me and was talking to me, I'd just be staring at the damn lion all night. <laughs> Maybe that's the point. Um, <laughs> well, the girl, so she wore that. And then, like, one of the models on the that. actual runway was wearing the exact same thing. And people were just filming her reaction, trying to see if she was pissed. That, like, why she did they tell me known. to wear this <laughs> when this girl was wearing it, too? Um. But I feel like it is kind of weird. Like, wouldn't that be kind of weird to give someone something that's going to be on the runway to wear? I I, I don't know so. how that I've, works. I've never I've seen, never that, seen that, before. that Yeah, I've never seen that before either. But what do we know about the fashion? fashion? <laughs> um, <laughs> also, though, I think this is important to say. PETA did approve of Kylie's fake lion head. That because, surprises me. Yeah. They said that 
it's it is promoting that you don't need to trophy hunt. You can have a fake one and it could be just as um impactful. Just just because PETA approves doesn't make it right. No, I think the general consensus <laughs> of the public was like no. Uh-uh. Yeah, what weren't people weren't really big fans of that. Mm. Um moving on, also people were not big fans when Taylor Swift announced her tour and sold her tickets on Ticketmaster. And people were really unhappy, not sure who to blame. Well, the U.S. <laughs> government is blaming Ticketmaster in the best way possible. Um, so they had a Senate Judiciary Committee hearing, and it wasn't solely about the Taylor Swift thing, but it was about the monopoly that Ticketmaster has on prices of concert tickets in general since they merged with Live Nation in 2010. So there's just a general lack of competition in ticket sales now. And so they're saying that it's not fair for them to have this monopoly on a market. No, it's not. However, in this meeting, multiple senators used Taylor Swift lyrics to quoted them to explain the situation and why it's wrong. So, for example, Senator Mike Lee referred <laughs> to the idea of limits on Ticketmaster ticket transfers as a nightmare dressed like a daydream. He also said at one point, karma is a relaxing thought. Aren't you envious for you? It's not. So, um, th- they were really out here pulling out all the Taylor Swift lyrics um, another senator, Blumenthal, I don't know how to say that, but suggested that the company look at itself in the mirror and say, I'm the problem, it's me. <laughs> when I saw these videos on TikTok, I thought it was a joke. And then I learned that this was real. And I was just shocked. I love it. The blatant use of Taylor Swift lyrics. She would want nothing less. No, she really wouldn't. This just proves the chokehold that she has not just on the Swifties, but on America as a whole. The literal government. (laughs) The literal government. Well, by the way, out of this um, meeting, they were like grilling the CFO of Ticketmaster about, you know, how this isn't fair. And the blame was always on bots taking over the website and like cybersecurity. But apparently a cybersecurity expert says that a cyber attack was really not likely in the situation. So Mm-mm. they could possibly still be to blame. Um, all right. One random last random fact of this past week before we get into the shady stories. So. We talked about before how Buzz Aldrin was one of the astronauts who went to the moon and or didn't go to the moon conspiracy theory. And we talked about that conspiracy theory, how he was doing interviews, maybe Mm -hmm. alluding to the fact that they never went. (laughs) That's not important, though, because (laughs) Buzz Aldrin, at the ripe age of 93, decided to get married for the fourth time. (laughs) I just thought this was so interesting, which, first of all, I had to bring it up because we always end up somehow on the most random people 
on this podcast like who would have thought like the same thing with Tom Brady who would have thought before this podcast I was gonna be talking about Buzz Aldrin not me I cannot say that not me either but it just so happens that this guy's getting married at 93 for the fourth marriage and he's only one out of four people who are alive today that have been to the moon I mean, congratulations, Buzz. We're really proud We're of you. We're rooting for you. We're rooting for you. What's going on, man? <laughs> Most like marriage things, like wish you a long lifetime of happiness and whatever. Like, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I I, I hope, hope your marriage is wonderful. Exactly. That's exactly long lasting, ever love. <laughs> oh gosh. Anyways, so yeah, congrats to him. (laughs) You know what? It's never too late. No, it's never too late to get married, to to fall in love, to live your life. Like, go skydiving next. I don't know. I don't know if I'd recommend that, to be honest. But, um, spend to the moon. (laughs) All right. Let's get into the shady stories. We're only going to do two this week. And I'm going to start with this first one. Do it. I'm married and have a three-year-old son, and I started a new job a little over a year ago with a big Fortune 250 hospitality company. This industry is a bit unique because a lot of whining, dining, and a bit of partying is involved with the job. I handle the hotel marketing side, and my counterpart I work relatively close with handles the nightlife marketing. One night, I was out on the town with friends, and they started gambling. I don't gamble, so I messaged my coworker to see if he was working at the club. I was interested in seeing the club because it's located inside one of my hotel accounts I represent, and I've never been there before. Plus, I was already at the hotel with my friends. He met me outside the club and walked me in. He showed me around, and we did some tequila shots. We ended up staying at the club till around 3 a.m., just talking, getting to know each other. He shared he is engaged and has been with his fiance for over 10 years. When we started to leave, he held my hand and my heart jumped out of my chest because I haven't held another man's hand in seven years. I told him I needed to take an Uber and he pulled my phone out of my hand and insisted he would take me home. I told him he was too intoxicated to drive us well, so he ended up walking in my car and sitting with me until we were sober enough to drive. He kept holding my hand and massaging my hand. Honestly, I wanted to kiss him but did not want to cheat on my husband After a while, he tried to kiss me, and I turned away to dodge it. I considered telling my boss what happened, but I liked him, and I didn't want to sabotage his life, so I kept to myself. Over the next few weeks, he kept talking to me, flirting, and attending any type of work event that I was at to be around me. I started liking him more and more. We had a full-blown illicit affair, and he was seven months out from his wedding day. We fell completely and utterly in love with each other. He would tell me things like he'd uproot for me. Our love is so amazing. I would have proposed to you after three months of dating. This is a a once-in-a-lifetime type of love. After about five months, he called it off, and his wedding day was just two months away. I came so close to telling his fiancée the truth. I had screenshots, photos of us kissing, the whole shebang. I even made a fake Instagram so I could send her the incriminating content without revealing my identity, but I didn't. That's the kind of thing that would ruin a woman, and it's her problem that that's the man she's marrying, not mine. He got away with a full-blown affair during his engagement, and I got away with cheating on my husband. But I felt like he owed me for keeping his secret and letting him have his wedding day. 
I felt like in the end, I had nothing but a shattered heart and guilt, and I wanted him to suffer too or give me something of value. So I tried to extort him. Yes, I know, that's illegal. I told him since he had $60,000 to blow on a bullshit wedding, he can pay me $60,000 to keep my mouth shut. It felt wrong, but I was overflowing with hate and heart. I needed something to show for it. I'm angry. <laughs> I'm so angry. That is a, a crime. <laughs> she goes, illegal, I know. <laughs> I mean, same though. I feel like I'm less concerned about the crime and I'm more concerned about this crime of passion with their cheating affair. Wait, so the, he went through and got married to this woman? The, the original woman that yeah. he was engaged to, he got married to. But she literally... Tried to extort him for 60 grand because that's what he supposedly spent on his wedding. I mean, miss (laughs) ma'am, let's just think about this for a second. You're dealing with a man who has been with what? His fiance for 10 years. I think that's what it said. 10 years. They're going to get married in a couple of months. You think one, he's going to leave her for you. And two, he's a good man. He's clearly scum of the earth. You know, this is kind of what we've said before about the work wife, work husband thing. I'm sorry. I don't mean to swear, but fuck that. I feel like every movie I've ever seen where the people go away to like a conference. Like this is giving me conference Mm -mm. vibes. (laughs) Like I feel like every movie where they go away for like a weekend conference, they're all just actually partying and like sleeping together. This is giving me that vibe. She's like, it's whining and dining like. Interesting job. <laughs> I mean, I feel as if that should not matter. Wine and dine and go back to your room and get some sleep. Like, there's no need to be Rent, messing around like this. Get, get room service. That is the best oh part of vacation. Room service is so much fun. Room service is the best get part of vacation. Get some good sleep. Like, you're working, man. Order a movie. Order room service. That sounds wonderful. Like, that would be so peaceful. Like, have a bottle of wine to yourself. <laughs> And then maybe call your fi- uh, your husband and FaceTime him because where is he in all of this? What do you think, Shady Meter? Um, I'd say this is like a 9 out of 10. It, it is a 9 out she of 10. She tried to extort him. I'm not <laughs> happy about it, but there was extortion and... A lot going on. A 9 out of 10. Yeah. Solid. Your turn. Dang. I'm heated. <laughs> All right, shady story number two. To tell this story, I have to go back to the beginning. The story involves high school sweethearts, a baby, and a father. The guy and the girl were together for six years when the girl found out that she was pregnant. So they got married about two years after they had the child, and I attended the wedding. About a year later, they got divorced as the girl admitted she only married him for the kid. The boy's father approached them and proposed the idea of the two of them temporarily two of them temporarily sign over their parental rights until after the divorce in order for the two of them to make a decision about the child with a clear head and not turn them into a paycheck or to be used by a paycheck, etc. Once the divorce was finalized, they approached his father asking for custody back that they were calm now and they knew what they wanted to do. He not only refused, 
but at, but went after the parents for even more child support than what they were paying to begin with. They eventually had to take the father to court to fight to get their child back. If their father would have won, he planned on taking the kids to several states away and not letting him see the kid anymore. I immediately was thinking about the Britney Spears situation. Obviously, he didn't take her kids, but in a way, you know, you're extorting a child for money. Extortion is a theme of these stories, I guess, because he convinced them to to give the kid and then he wanted money. That is so manipulative. That's very and sad. Honestly, at this point, I don't even think if you're doing that, like you have the child's best interest at heart. No, clearly that was never really the situation. I mean, I don't know how bad the divorce was, but a lot of people go through divorce and you you necessarily aren't clear-headed when you're figuring out what to do with mm-hmm. the kid and everything. But normally that doesn't mean you have to give up custody of the kid to figure that out. Uh, I think they say time heals all wounds. As it does. Um, so I don't think that was the right thing to do, but clearly this person had other intentions when they suggested that in the beginning. It was never about the, what was right for the kid. It's just wrong. Yeah. Definitely shady. I mean. It's shady. It's deceitful. I- <laughs> well, and honestly, for that kid, it, now they don't. Well, if things would have gone to plan, they, their gran- their grandpa, because that, that would be their grandpa. Yeah wouldn't be in their lives i'm assuming because i don't think these people are going to want to have to deal with him after that Oh heck no so yeah pretty messed up situation but maybe i don't know what was underlying going on with that uh grandparent but it's wrong i would say it's like a seven out of ten i i would say this is like an eight out of ten i mean yeah (laughs) it's bad i'm just like i don't want to rate it high because like i'm pissed off i feel like i just can't stop thinking of like the britney spears situation it's like yeah you want to say like how could you just use a kid for money but unfortunately it can happen people are just so messed up and it makes me very sad i'm really sorry that that's how we ended the episode that's okay i mean we do need some more shady story submitted Mm -hmm. keep in mind you know we've said this before but like people sometimes just confess crimes on our shady stories so i understand this is a safe space we're all (laughs) friends here i i don't personally want to hear the crimes that you never told the authorities (laughs) about i don't want to live with that kind of guilt on my heart yeah it's definitely um an interesting it's shady but you know let's stick to the more let's stick to um some juicy even, stuff and some, to, to be honest is the extortion one was a little bit could borderline criminal activity illegal. um it didn't work out though so it was fine yeah but <laughs> either way um keep submitting your juicy 
you know, drama, Valentine's stories. Day, like let's hear that. Let's get yeah. some of those in Did there. Someone, you know, throw flowers at you. Did you um I don't know, get Seemed a giant a little- stuffed animal and rip its head off? Like let's get some We want Valentine those. Valentine's Day related shady stories what was your worst valentine's day experience i have a lot of those so (laughs) maybe i'll share we'll share some on the next not the next episode probably the next one but let's compile them Mm -hmm. let's get them going now let's get the creative juices flowing and we will (laughs) see you guys in the next episode bye everyone bye